0: shit we're dads hey there daddy
1: <laughs> Dude, on, my, my headphone is like stuck under this hold on
0: mommy All right. oh, daddy
1: this is a good introduction this is a really chaotic intro <laughs> Usually not this chaotic. Cortland decided to start screaming right when we started.
0: Mommy and daddy.
1: <laughs> uh. So we have some really, really big news Sorry. for the podcast. Um, it's actually goo gone, not goo be gone.
2: You've been saying that for so long. So and I just I've, found I've, I've been
1: saying my whole life "goo be gone." It's actually I've, "goo gone."
2: I think I corrected I you that. once, <laughs> but then I just let you run with it, and that's all you say is "goo be gone." Get that goo be gone off the counter. You just give me that goo be gone. I need. Come on, they like, missed
1: a good opportunity to.
2: <laughs> but today, just when put it was on the counter, it didn't have a B in it, so I decided to show him. I'm like Zach, it's goo gone.
0: Be completely honest. I have no fucking idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I thought we were gonna start talking about the birth of your dog. Well,
1: second second biggest news of the podcast, we have a new member of the podcast. We sure do. Yep. Her name is Denver. She is sitting right here and she is the smallest baby ever. She ever. is tiny.
2: Ever. Her name is Denver Jane.
1: Denver Jane. And she came in this world on November third, two thousand twenty three, and she weighed six point two um pounds slash ounces. <laughs> <laughs> 6.2 pounds and
2: she came out with a massive cone head oh
1: dude oh my god well, we gosh. have to show you that photo yeah
2: um it's it's basically i would say down now yeah and it's interesting because her measurement is like 20.5 but she technically isn't that long it's just her cone head yeah so, so the
1: longer the longer the baby's in the pelvic area the more swollen their head gets right because their skull's obviously not fully developed so that's how they can swell in their head So they kept telling me the whole time, because Sierra, so her head was showing, what?
2: Let me see your phone. I'm going to, I want their reaction, their uh, voice reaction. Ready? Here
1: we go.
0: Don't throw that. Oh my God.
1: (laughs) Make sure your vagina's not in the photo. Um. Anyways, (laughs) so they're like, well, you can see like the top, like this much of her head for like two hours. They're like, dude, they didn't say dude, but this is a (laughs) medical field. (laughs) But they're like, her head is going to be really, really swollen. She's going to have a huge cone head. And they're like, I'm just preparing you. I wasn't prepared, dude. <laughs> this baby came out, man, and she literally had a fucking giant cone head. Like giant. Huge. I'm
2: trying to get this photo right yeah, now. I'm
0: kind of hyped to see this, dude.
1: Scared the living shit out of me.
0: She but, looked like a little alien baby.
1: Oh yeah, they they told me though. Yeah, here we go.
0: <laughs> Holy shit, dude!
1: I can't see it. Here, here, here. throw it to me. Oh,
0: no, I'm not throwing that shit. Sam. My pass it, pass God, pass it to Bear.
1: Pass it to Bear. <laughs> put the coffee down.
2: What do you think about that?
0: You, if you've ever seen the movie Coneheads, <laughs> that's what this is.
1: There's a movie Coneheads.
0: Yes, there's a literal movie Coneheads, and their heads are.
1: See, reminds me of the the cones. thumb on
0: Spy see. Kids. Wow! Wow! <laughs> see <laughs> isn't that crazy see court courtland was a c-section so he had a you have to worry about that yeah perfectly round normal right. head that is that is yeah
3: my head got stuck when i was born and Holy. i had a, cone, had a cone, head. cone head i looked like a caveman
1: <laughs> fellow cone heads in the building yeah um but yeah dude i was like what the fuck honestly like the really really bad cone head went down after 15 minutes and then, like, yeah, it will be, like, down back to normal by Tuesday since she was born on Friday. And it honestly, yeah, it went down. But it was crazy, like, 15 minutes. Like, by the time that they suctioned her and did everything they needed to do, it was already starting to go down a little bit. Um, but holy shit, man, that was crazy. Yeah, was it crazy. Was, everything
2: was crazy. How do you want to start off this story? Oh,
1: man, I don't know where to start. Let me
2: just start this <laughs> off by saying... um, we missed a podcast uh just things in life but what we pieces
0: of shit (laughs) we
2: were going to tell you and on the one before this one is that i was going to be induced at 39 weeks so we were going to tell you guys on the podcast so we're telling you now which is here um so my due date was november (laughs) 24th and they were they never finalized the date because they were waiting to hear back from the hospital but most likely i was going to be induced november 20th um obviously she's here now uh they were going to induce me because my fluid levels just were not going down hence if you saw uh my legs to my feet
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah she had Um, elephantitis (laughs)
2: yeah for real and uh so it was just better safe than sorry to do it they said because once it gets that long and there's so much i mean she's like in a swimming pool in there so she can turn she can become breech and or uh, wrap her neck around the cord. yeah her umbilical wrap the cord, cord could wrap, around her neck right so but yeah she ended up coming and yeah uh, let's let's
1: start from the top
2: but let's start from the top by saying a few days before it was Halloween and yeah. our Halloween costume was Juno
1: oh my gosh yeah and we
2: said how funny it would have been if we walked if we walked into the hospital wearing our costume <laughs> she went into
1: labor and I'm <laughs> like push push and I'm wearing the Juno. <laughs>
2: How do you want to start off this story? Do you want to um, from your perspective? You want to do,
1: yeah, oh, shit, we're dads. I'll do the yeah. dad's perspective, right? All right. right. You, and you can, you can chime in, I guess. Okay. Um, so
2: let me, let me start off because it... Uh, my water broke so then you can chime in it was (laughs) your water that broke (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) so uh being being in the third trimester i think around 32 weeks i started getting insomnia and it was very aggravating but to say the least someone like one of those superstitions is like once you start developing insomnia the baby's coming it's prepping you who knows but i thought that was interesting but anyways um I have to wake up every, I had to wake up every hour of the night to go pee. It was just, my bladder was so full. It was so annoying. And every time that I wake up to go pee, I always check my phone. And uh, this night in particular, uh, I woke up and I like felt like I was peeing my pants. And I'm like, what the? fuck is going on i check my phone it's 2 42 a.m i had just been up at 1 a.m prior to pee and i'm like there's no way i had to pee this bad that i'm just peeing my pants not like i i'm not controlling this so i get up to go to the bathroom and as i'm walking i'm still peeing my pants and i'm like zach i don't know if i'm peeing my pants right now or my water's breaking yeah so i step into the shower and my mucus plug falls out and i'm still peeing and i'm like uh, I don't know what to do. Like, it's not that much. It's a lot of water, but it's not that much. My water broke with Zeppelin. So, I'm, like, that was an insane amount. It was, like, nowhere as near <laughs> as much as it was with Zeppelin. So, um, being said, I was a little bit confused. I don't know if you want to run in from now. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: from my point of view, like, I just woke up to, to exactly what's here. Bear, just hold the mic. It keeps spinning around. <laughs> Got it. You're good. Okay. Um, So yeah, my point of view was uh, I'm just sleeping sound asleep. Nothing wrong. It was weird, though, because I was nesting the night before, which is really weird. So I got home from work. And usually I just do two, three chores and then like leisure the rest of the day, right? Well, for some reason, I had this urge, and I, I actually vocalized it to Sierra. I said, it's so weird. I just, like, keep wanting to clean and do this and do that. And I was just doing so much stuff, yard work. Inside here, I was doing so much cleaning, all this shit I was doing, and I just had no idea why. And I literally told Sierra, I said, I have no idea why. I just want to keep working. And uh, so it's kind of weird because, you know, usually it's the moms that nest. But uh, I was nesting. Um, Anyways, so I wake up and Sierra says, I don't know if I just peed or if my water broke. And all I can see is her waddling to the bathroom with just fucking waterfall falling down her pants. Like, well, she was wearing like boy short underwear, just flying down her pants. I'm like, holy shit. Like I storm out of bed. I actually got up so fast that I got sick. Like I literally like, I don't know what happened, but I feel like I was going to puke. It was just, I feel like because my adrenaline went from zero to a hundred, you know, so fast. And uh, we go in the shower, and she's we're looking at the mucus plug. I'm, like, taking pictures for so we can send it to the OB. We called the emergency OBGYN phone number, and they actually told her not to go in. Um, they said it's probably just your mucus plug, and you probably had a lot of liquid because of um, how much fluid you had. So we were, like, thinking, and we were talking, and we were talking with both our moms, too, and we're, like, figuring out what to do because we're, like, this is so weird in the fucking so this is where the this is where like we had a little bit of a question mark so it smelled atrocious like it smelled really 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 it's so interesting you really say bad. that
2: because I didn't smell it yeah oh god but you oh, were the one down there like checking everything that's, out you know
1: how like people smell a dead body <laughs> and they straight. say they never forget like I'll never forget this smell that shit smelled terrible
2: what would you describe it as
1: oh man I don't know like a foul like if, if poop could expire oh yeah.
0: oh my god <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's a reason that we'll get to why it smelled bad. Yeah, yeah. don't worry. I was Sears say, okay. That's interesting because they say it smells like sweet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so there's yeah. an interest. Well, because it a- wasn't
1: what we thought it was. Right. Um, so we just thought it was a mucus plug, but then I said it smells really bad. And the doctor said it's not supposed to smell bad. So then are like, oh. like, they're telling us we don't need to go to the doctor, but I really think we both agreed. Like, I think we should just go. Go into the hospital, get checked out, and like we honestly like we, a couple hours later we leave to the hospital. We packed very lightly, like just in case her water broke. But we were like pretty confident it was just her mucus plug. But we're like, let's just because you you know her mucus plug can fall out, and she doesn't go into labor for another two to three weeks. So like, we and hence
2: that I had like a notes list that I was just generating that night and nights prior, just that week though of like putting little things of. What I wanted our birth plan to include, like what we need to pack for the hospital. Right. So when that happened, two forty two, my water broke, and then I had no pain. Uh-huh. That was another thing. And I no had contractions. no contractions, no pain. So we were just like kind of taking it slow, trying to figure out what we're doing with Clover. Um, yeah. So I was looking at my notes, trying to check off like little things to bring just in case. Yeah. We didn't obviously bring everything. We had to have family. No, come and help, but. Um, you take, you yeah take
1: it. so we go we leave and honestly almost instantly like we find out like oh yeah she's her water just broke so we go in they they do this little swab right it was just a swab yeah and they have like this little thing that um what did you get that because your water broke too did they swab you
3: yeah they had like this weird plastic contraption and it like
1: changed color mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so same thing here like her they swabbed her and then they're like yep you're having a baby either tonight or tomorrow. That's what they said. And
2: they checked me. I, I no, was only uh, one centimeter.
1: Yeah. So at this point, that night, she was 36 weeks in six days, which is interesting because if she was born that night, she would have been... Morning, technically. Yeah, morning, yeah. If she was born that morning, she would have been premature. She would have been a preemie. But if she just waited until midnight, she was full term. So 37 weeks on the dot is full term. Mm-hmm. Um, and spoiler alert, she was full term. She was born the next day. But... um. So, we go we go in the room, and we're, like, freaking the fuck out. We're, like, what is going on? Is everything okay? And then I told them, we showed them one of Sierra's pads that she put on because she was leaking so much that we put a pad on her. And it was, like, a what, like a yellowish-brown fluid color? Yeah, it looked
2: like booger mucus, like yeah. a greeny-yellow, like, Ooh. if you just, yeah. Yeah,
1: basically. So, what they said, it was, uh... <laughs> I keep calling it mitochondria because I can't remember the name. <laughs> no what is it called again? You got it. Mesotonin.
2: <laughs> <What> <laughs> Mesotonin. Excuse me.
1: It starts with the M.
2: Meconium.
1: Meconium. It's a hard word.
2: She was a meconium baby, so she, that. Do what? you know what that is, Bear? Yes, you do.
0: Me- meconium. Yeah. Is that like the gross, like black tar poop yes. they initially have? Yeah. So
1: Denver pooped in Sierra. So she wasn't even born yet. So that is where that foul smell was coming from. So Sierra was actually passing Denver's poop. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So they tell us, oh, she's a meconium baby. Sierra actually knew what that was. I didn't. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? That sounds scary. Like I don't. I like, do you want your baby to be a meconium baby? Is that like a normal thing? Like I don't know. And then Sierra's like, okay. Well, does, does that come with any risk? They're like, yeah. There's some risk. And then they just leave it at that and then put us in the labor and delivery room. Nice. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I don't know what this means. I'm freaking the fuck out. We're like calling our parents and telling them like, we need this. We need that. Because we were not prepared at all. Completely our fault. But we weren't prepared at all.
2: Being that I was going, that I thought I was going to be induced, we thought we still had two weeks yeah prep for her
0: yeah at least two weeks at least two. i mean i don't want to be that guy but didn't i tell you guys you should pack your bag yes yes the last episode we we did forget our nintendo switch (laughs) and (laughs) we were we were here (laughs) (laughs) i could have got it to you
1: um but anyways so we did have very good care though we had great care everyone was great to us so they came in they reassured us that everything will most likely be okay Um, they said basically with just the meconium baby, they just had to monitor her more closely because she could kind of inhale that her own shit basically, and, infection. Yeah, and they said that they ha- they'll have to have NICU and uh, respiratory on standby for her uh, when when it's time for for her to be brought into this earth, and uh, that that's about it. Uh, so what they did horrible for someone as anxious as me, uh, they put a monitor up to Sierra's heart and they put a monitor for, uh, Denver's heartbeat and they had them just both playing.
2: No, mine were contractions for contractions. Yeah, but it had your heartbeat too. Oh yeah. My pulse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so it was, you know, scaring the shit out of me. I'm scared for my wife's health. I'm scared for my baby's health because this is just all so fast, you know, and you're dying. You just want to talk.
0: No, no, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm trying to like, look at you guys. And I'm
1: like, okay. you know, the mic's like in the way. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you can you feel free to just join in. Um, and okay. Anyways, so we're monitoring that and it's just scaring me, freaking me out. So Sierra, how, how uh, dilated dilator would you, they checked nothing like a one, right? A one. Yeah. So we're like, this is going to be a long night. Um, cause she was only one. She was still having no contractions. And they come in and they give you what to, uh, they had to induce you because her water broke. So she couldn't go back home if her water broke. Her water broke, but she's not dilated. So like, okay, we're going to have to induce you because you're not, you know, you're not going to make any process, uh, progress. Um, so what did they give you? What is it called? They gave me a Tell few us. rounds
2: of the pills to induce me. So yeah. it was a few rounds. They like gave me once it's a it's probably the size of my pinky nail. They give you a small pill and then they come back and check you. And I was having a little bit of contractions, but nothing basically that was like it. So then they gave me another round and then I, my contractions did pick up. I think I only got to like a two with like the second round of pills Then they came back and gave me, now I cannot remember, everything just happened so fast. I was exhausted. I was tired. I was just so overwhelmed and so taken back because I'm a planner. So for me to have something like that happen, it's just like throws me so off guard. Um, So a lot of it was honestly hard to remember. But by the third round, I think I was only like a three and they gave me two pills um, and then they gave me like. My last round of pills, I think, when I got to, like, a four. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that was a really long process because I was just not dilating. Um, They kept checking. And, like, my cervix, I I cannot even remember what that was at. But that was taking forever. Um, I'm trying to think what else. And then I think next step, what, epidural?
1: No, because, I mean, it it took a while to get to the epidural because you weren't really feeling a lot of pain until I think you were – like a five right
2: yeah i think i got the epidural when i was at when i was a five and i just realized i don't think i got the epidural till 11 o'clock at night yeah it was late so yeah Yeah. so we we got did we were just sitting there all day
0: pause what are these numbers one six five
1: How far her dilation. Ah,
0: okay, okay, gotcha. You guys are just throwing numbers at me. I had no idea what the fuck you're talking about. She's a five. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. She's a five. So, yeah,
1: there's a lot of different numbers. There's, like, her cervix, um, how far dilated she is, and then there's actually the positioning of the baby. Um, So, she was, like, Denver was, like, way up at the point. Like, they're, like, this is going to be a long night, like, they we thought she was going to be born the next yeah. afternoon already. They already said that. So She was
2: in still my ribs when we started the yeah. process. She
1: basically didn't move at all.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, anyways, so Sierra finally gets the epidural after. <laughs> well, okay. Nice. Sierra gets the epidural um, after a lot of pain. And the reason, I think she wanted to wait a little bit longer, but they're like, look, the issue is if like things start speeding up pretty quickly, epidural it takes a minute for them to get here and get set up and you know if you're in so much pain you can't stay still it makes it really difficult so she's like let's just play it safe and get it
2: and the anesthesiologist was going in for like a surgery or something so they didn't know how long he would be and they're like we just can't predict and i was the contraction (laughs) the contractions at this point were like they were uh i don't i would say on a scale probably like a six
1: they were were getting pretty bad for you the
2: thing with my contractions though is i would have like five or six in a row and then at like a six to eight minute break. Yeah. So it was so painful for such a good chunk of time where I was like, I don't know if I can wait longer. And if I can't get this, I don't know how I will be.
0: Right. Okay. <laughs> what were the pills they were giving you to induce labor? Do you know what the fuck those are?
2: I can't. No. Pitocin? I, no. That uh, was the IV
0: they gave you Yeah. Needed.
2: I didn't start Pitocin in, until right before I got the epidural.
1: Right. And um, that gets it going a lot quicker. But I can't what remember
2: what. The, so there's a few ways to induce you that that different doctors do, and whatever, whoever my doctor was on call during that time is this is the method they started. So, um, sometimes they put like in, they insert stuff up your vagina to induce you, or they give you a pill, or they just start pitocin. I feel like there's another one I'm forgetting, but I cannot remember what the pill name is called. Um, they like to
0: do the pill
1: before the. Um, hey, vaginal yes. inserts,
0: yeah, they like to do all
1: that first and then see how far along. And Sierra wasn't really getting that far along with the pills, so that's why they started that. And then it started to kick up. Um, but once she got the epidural, she got some decent sleep. because um, this was middle of the night at this point. Um, epidural was very scary, by the way. It's just like it's so sketchy to me that they have to like hit it at this certain point. I don't know how familiar you are with it uh, there, nope. but. I was
0: fucking sitting by myself when all this shit was happening. They yeah. just had me in a room by myself. They're just like, just wait here for like, you know, I don't know, an hour, or two, maybe, and we'll come grab it. Was,
3: it was like 20 minutes that we were <laughs> separated.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? For me, sitting in a room by myself, it feels literally like yes. eternity. Yes. That'll wait, make Lexi, you go crazy.
2: You had to get a spinal tap for a C section, and that's like. That's how they numb me. Is that, like, the same thing as an epidural? They just insert something in your back? Yeah. It's scary. Yeah.
1: Because I feel like if they, like, fucking cough or do one... All right. (laughs) If they do one little misstep, I feel like...
2: Were you in the... Paralyzed? When you got that done, were you in the operating room, like, about to have a surgery? Yeah.
3: So Uh, they brought me into the operating room, um, and they gave me that, and then laid me down and within like minutes my whole lower half was numb and i couldn't move
2: okay did you have the sensation of your like how your arm falls asleep (laughs) is that what it felt like for you
3: no i literally just got this like wave of warmth oh Oh.
2: because my what i thought the epidural was is i thought it literally paralyzes you from waist down i thought i wasn't going to feel anything absolutely nothing and i was just gonna feel like i couldn't move anything down there but that is false
1: that's how i felt
2: really yeah okay but
3: i mean they're also cutting through my skin yeah hers is probably a
1: stronger much stronger
3: yeah
2: uh, because mine is like the epidural it makes you and this is what they said and this is exactly how it felt because when they put it in me i was like oh now i'm gonna be like feel that paralyzed sensation and they're like oh no you're gonna like feel stuff but you're gonna feel the pain at like a less intense a less intensity and then you're gonna feel like uh your legs to your feet are asleep which is true.
1: So they, what the reason is, is so Lexi's getting a major surgery, whereas you have to have some sort of feeling so you can push. Right. Because if yeah. you can't feel, right. you can't push.
2: Exactly. So um, yeah, that makes sense. But it was funny because with the epidural, it's like you can feel stuff. Like I can feel Zach or the nurse is poking my legs, but I can't really like pick up my legs. It's like, you. it literally is the feeling of when you lay on your arm or something for too long and it falls asleep. But it's like an intense fall asleep because you can't wake it up and get that blood flow moving again. So when they're moving my legs in these different positions, you said it felt like dead weight, right?
1: Yeah, I felt like we were lifting a dead body. (laughs) So when she started, um, fast forward a little bit, because it was more of just a lot of sleeping and me getting not a lot of sleep because I was watching the heartbeats and it was scaring the shit out of me. But um, fast forward to when we started pushing. Uh, what time do you think he started pushing? The next day, on the third.
2: Uh, okay. So I labored for 36 hours and I pushed for three hours and 42 minutes. Yeah. So she was born at 2:42. So. 11.
1: Yeah, probably around there. 11 around 11. So when they when I was like super helpful in this, I had to like do a lot. I I didn't I was not aware that like the dad was so involved in the labor process. I thought I was just gonna like be supporting on the sideline? No, like I'm like full in there, dude. Like I'm like lifting her legs up, throwing her over on the side. So um like, De-
0: pushing on her stomach.
1: <laughs> so Denver was sunny side up. So babies are in the proper position, are supposed to be, you know, head down and eyes down. Eyes towards the bubble. butt, yeah. yeah. My butt. Denver was head down but her eyes were up. So she's looking at the ceiling. So that's called sunny side up. And the the, the doctors said, Oh yeah, she's sunny side up. And Sierra's like, well, what does that mean? They're like, oh, well, you know, her eyes are up. And they're like, oh, is there anything like wrong with that? Like, "Ah, it's just more painful. And Sierra's (laughs) like, well, I'm already scared of the feeling of labor. Now you're telling me this is even more painful. Just so I like it. Yeah. So it's funny because they actually couldn't even tell she was sunny side up until they were checking um, how far dilated you were. And they they could feel like it was weird. They're literally like feeling her.
2: Well, at it's, first, it's remember, creepy. I thought it was weird because they kept, when they kept checking me to see like how far she was coming down, they're like, oh, she's coming down in a funky way. And I'm like, well, how can yeah. we prevent her from coming down in a funky way? Like, so then they have, they kept having us change positions. So uh-huh. I'd labor on my back and then I'd labor on my side. And, and i
1: flipping you over Yeah, they stuff. would be
2: flipping me and then I'd uh, labor in the peanut, like I'd hold myself in the peanut ball for like 30 minutes to try to correct her positioning but obviously it didn't work um
1: (laughs) yeah so it's weird so sierra's obviously has the epidural so she barely has any feeling in her legs so we're just pushing around and um she's pushing and her contractions are really oddly spaced so the normal contractions like every two to three minutes whereas hers were like she would have a break of eight minutes and then have like five contractions in a row very painful long contractions. so it's very like weird to time her stuff up um, but eventually, like, it took a really, really long time. And they said sunny side up also takes longer because it's a funky position. So it was taking a really long time.
2: It's because her spine is coming down on my tailbone. Yeah. So it's versus the other way. She's, they describe it as she's more like cr- like curled a little yeah. bit. So it makes it easier for her to make her way down the birth canal. Right. Versus this one, she's just like, it's just, it was really frustrating because every time I'd push because she was sunny side up, she'd go back a little bit yeah. because of her positioning
1: so yeah
2: so when you look at a i can't remember exactly what it's called but as their as babies make their way down it's a called a plus four which that's how high she is a plus three a plus two plus one zero she's at my pelvic bone and then further down it's negative three negative one no I, is it vice versa? It's
1: plus, no, plus is when she's close. Okay,
2: so vice versa, it's switch four. it to negative, yes, and then it goes uh, one, two, three, and then three, she's coming out. Yeah. But she was stuck at a plus one for an hour and a half, because like I said, she would, I would push a little bit, and then she'd be sucked right back in.
1: Every time, so Sierra's confidence was going way down, so it's hard to be in this much pain for this long, I mean, you were already pushing for two hours, right? Two and a half hours. Yes.
2: And I can't. And the, the thing about that, as you said, is like the nurse told me, so you can get, I think it's called a bolus. I'm probably butchering that name, but from the anesthesiologist, you can ask your nurse to get, um, tell the anesthesiologist, Hey, can you bring in a bolus of the epidural medicine? If you're really feeling it. So by the way, epidural does not completely numb you from the pain. I could feel contractions as she got closer. Um, probably right in my pelvic bone I can start feeling them a little bit more and he can come in and give you an extra dose of that you can press the epidural but honestly that didn't do much for me this guy had to come in and I think he gave me three rounds of it throughout like the time frame I was in labor of pushing um, I was just in so much pain and the nurse said to me she's like okay before they switch shifts she's like hey this should probably be your last round so you can feel her when you're pushing so you can feel something that you're you're pushing something out. And I was like, honestly, no, not doing that. So she left, she changed shift. I loved her. She was very nice. Loved that nurse. But I was like, I can't do this. I'm in so much pain right now. So I, I was asking the nurse like, Hey, is it safe if I got another round of that? And she's like, let me ask. So they asked the anesthesiologist and they were able to give me another half dose, not a full one, but a half one of that. And it feels so much better when you get that bullish shot of the epidural compared to just pressing it because the when you press that button it's not nearly as much as when they give you that extra round. But the thing with that comes with that is that it makes you so much more numb to where you cannot feel like that is where my legs I could not feel them really.
1: Yeah, I think that's why they're more hesitant to give it, but. Once they found out she was sunny side up, they were like, yeah. But it's oh, yeah. so
2: true though because when I'm pushing, I can't feel me pushing out anything. So I feel like I'm just pushing for no reason. So it's so hard to push because I'm like, you know, you know when you're taking a shit and you can feel it you know coming out you oh not yeah. feel a baby coming out when you have that strong of an epidural in you you can't feel anything right so it was really defeating and also so defeating when like she would be pushed and then she would be sucked right back up yeah you know
0: yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna jump in here all right Please. go for it all right so first of all you're correct it was a bolus Oh, I was right. a, a bolus is essentially yes. just a dose of anything. The uh, only reason I know this is because that's what they call like injections of insulin is oh. a bolus. Uh, so it's just a bolus would just be, you know, your dose of the epidural. Right. But so when I, 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 I'm jumping in here and you're kind of explaining it. Please. But what does it feel like to squeeze a human being out of that birth canal? I, I mean, I couldn't like, feel it. You couldn't feel anything. I su-
2: no, I literally could not feel it until she until her head was there. I, that's, that was the only time I could feel it. It literally felt like I was, I had to push cause they were telling me to push, but I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm pushing out. Like, Yeah. So, it's the weirdest feeling.
0: Okay. This is a weird question potentially, no, please but ask it. did they have like, like, you know, like a camera where you can like see the, you know, like what's going on down there? Okay, like, so
2: that's funny you say that. Cause you can, uh, they tell you right when you enter, they're like, okay, so you have, um all these birthing balls you have a peanut ball that you have do you, have you seen one of those peanut balls sure haven't it looks like <laughs> you know what a yoga ball looks like that people bounce on and yeah. stuff it looks like that but in the shape of a peanut i guess yeah it's like this. yeah it's like a, <laughs>
0: no. okay I, I want one now. so you
2: have to so the reason why they do that is because when you're laying on your side to try to move the baby for example they were trying to get her down the birth canal the right way they had me lay on my side and put it between my legs for like 30 minutes and sit there. I don't know how that works, but apparently it does. My case, it didn't. Yeah. Um, so that's what they also give you. And then they also say, hey, if you want a mirror to be set up when you're pushing to Ugh. watch everything, Ugh. you can have that. I didn't want to have that. Oh, So that's like the camera feature. But the weird thing is, is the lights. So I'm sure it was very bright when Cortland was coming out, you know, in the operating room. They said they have like two of those similar lights, which they are very bright, right above you, right before the baby's going to come out. And the reflection of those lights on the ceiling made a mirror for me. So I was able to watch as much as I wanted to. I don't know how it did, but it was like I had a mirror above me um, with however this. Yeah, it was like the there was a light above me, but it was turned off because they had to use those surgical lights. So somehow with that reflection, I was able to watch the whole thing if I wanted. I did not, but I watched when whenever I was like, oh, I wonder what it looks like because they were all getting ready when her head started coming out. And so I was able to see that.
0: Damn. Yeah. With no I, camera. I feel like I would want like VR goggles where I'm just like, I got the freaking, <laughs> I can just see everything see, that's I'm, going on. I'm
1: different. Like I'm squeamish, but I knew I would regret it if I didn't look. And I looked, but back to like her just birthing story in general, Sierra was losing a lot of blood. Um, so her upper girl site was bleeding and there was like a giant blood patchwork in her back. And then the, and then while she was pushing towards the end, there was so much blood coming out to where they were monitoring how much blood she was losing. He said it
2: was pouring out every push. Yeah.
1: Her doctor came in and like, he really fucking motivated Sierra because he's like, look, we're going to have to have a C-section or we're going to have to vacuum her. You know, because you've already been, what, almost three hours? Yeah, I was Like, close we, we don't hours. like to go over three hours. And, like, this dude, Sierra's like, all right, let's fucking go. Because she's like, I'm not going to sit here and push for this long just to do a C-section. Like, that would be, like, all this pushing was worthless. All the pain that and like, all that. And yeah. I was,
2: like, just so defeated when he said that. And I was so pissed off. Yeah, Sierra, but- like, it
1: was like a halftime speech <laughs> in, a, in a locker room of a football game. Like, Sierra got fucking motivated.
2: Well, the thing is, well, regarding the bleeding, I lost 600. I don't know what they... Almost a liter of blood. I almost lost a liter of blood. I lost six hundred something, whatever they classify it as. But I guess as I was pushing, it was just pouring.
1: It was scary. out of
2: me. So I could see in that reflection, by the way, a sheet under me because they change out so many sheets of you because there's just so much blood and all that stuff that comes out. It was a, a, a it was a, like a big sheet of just red. It looked like red dye. You just dyed it red, and it looked like
1: it was bad. It
2: was oh, but when I saw that. That's kind of when I stopped looking because I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, like if something goes wrong. But when he said that, I think why I was so mad was because the way he said it too, where he's like, yeah, we can try the vacuum, but <laughs> but if the vacuum doesn't work, we're gonna have to go straight to a C section, and he's like, we don't like to go past three hours of pushing. Um, so we had a charge nurse come in and watch me push a few times. He came in and watched me push a few times to determine like if I looked like I was making progress. Now I could not feel push me pushing out something. So I think that's what made it so hard because I couldn't feel literally when I say that nothing like it's so it was such a weird feeling. And so they're telling when you have to push in labor, they want you to push on your contractions. So say you have uh on the monitor you can watch your contractions too even if i couldn't feel them i could feel them once it got closer even with the epidural but what they do is every contraction they want you to push for eight to ten seconds and then so it's like you have one contraction you're pushing they're counting one two three all the way to ten they want you to take one deep breath and they want you to go again you have to do it three times so it's basically holding your breath for like 30 seconds And it is so hard because you're pushing so hard. My chest, I had to stop for a second because my chest, it felt like I like popped something, but it was just because I was straining so hard. Um, Like the next day, for example, I woke up and it felt like I got hit by a truck because I was so sore everywhere. But um it was just it's just crazy because you're pushing something but you don't know what you're pushing out and they're trying they're making you do it three times in a row and if you can go more, which I did because I was so pissed off, I was like, let's go again. Let's yeah, go I'm again. I'm like
1: motivating Sierra dude. Yeah, I'm like, like, I'm like screaming at her like a football coach. <laughs>
0: like, let's
2: fucking go. You got this.
0: Dude, you guys yeah. are getting me hyped up right yeah, now. <laughs> I'm like keep grinding, I, I believe in you. Go, go, go. I feel like the hospital should just have like a service where it's just like, you know, a couple of dudes walk in there with just like fucking heavy metal music. And just like, oh, <laughs> you're pushing, huh? You're not pushing hard enough. Yeah. Let's go.
2: Yeah, and that's basically just bringing a marching band. Yeah, like what he said pissed me off. And, um, you know, he came back. He took a break and he came back. And he was like, oh yeah. He was like, that's a good push. And mind you, I can't feel it, so I don't know what's a good push. So I'm like trying to make that good push again. And he's like watching it. And then I don't know if you have anything else to add, but after that, he was like, they called something, and they everyone came rushing. Yeah, in. it was
1: like it's time.
2: Yeah. Um And so, back to that reflection, I could see her head, because I assumed her head was there, by the way, everyone came rushing in, and everyone's putting their gloves on, they're suiting up, and Uh I can see her head in that reflection, and I was like, okay, I guess it's time, like, this is fucking crazy, we're about to bring a baby girl into this world when, like, 24 hours, longer than 24 hours ago, but we thought we had two extra weeks to prepare, like, I guess expect unexpected, but here we go, and... Um, the one thing that did help me is throughout, and I could see him doing this graphic, but we're, uh, we're just, uh, we're an unfiltered podcast. He was moving, like he was putting his fingers around her head to try to stretch me as I'm pushing. So that I feel like is what made it a little bit easier for her. And maybe for me, because I was like, oh, that seems like it's making a little bit of progression. Um, I don't know graphic
1: but to say the least graphic yes. to say
2: the least but it's honest and i think it's good to hear it because who a lot of people you know they go through so many different experiences through their own and everyone has their own birth story so um i did i before i forget i did have a second degree tear and that stitch feeling a lot of people are scared because if you don't get an epidural uh you feel the stitches and they have to numb you in that area so you feel the shot in your vagina now, I didn't feel any of that. I watched him do the stitches, and it was, like, this long. Did you see the string? It was, like, a foot of string. Yeah. It kept just, like, sewing into me. Um, I had to add that before I forget, but go on.
1: God bless. <laughs> so, yeah, her head her head popped out, and they were like, Dad, oh, yeah. Yeah. Dad, <laughs> go ahead and watch. Dad. And I'm like, do I want to watch? I don't know. But I, I told myself, I'm going to regret it. I was, like, Sierra went through hell and back, so I don't like to – I don't like to complain, but man, I was having a rough day. Not even close to Sierra's, but like,
0: <laughs> oh, you were just a little stressed out, buddy.
1: Well, dude, like I just like had this like pulsing fucking migraine because you don't eat or drink anything for so long. You're standing, and I'm like stressed and squeamish. Oh, yeah, and it's just, yeah. Poor, poor guy. Poor you were guy.
0: Stand, you were standing the whole time. I,
1: I know.
3: They That's couldn't why even I didn't get you a chair.
0: A they couldn't even get you a fucking chair. You,
1: <laughs> I didn't want to complain, but I just had to bring that up.
3: It, <laughs> don't even start. You complained about your sleep while we were there. We were there, and I was like, I literally just had seven layers cut through on me. I can't sleep. Men, and you're men like, are not I strong. I have a it's bad true. chair to sleep <laughs>
0: on. My t- okay. Listen, you did have a bed. I had a fucking stupid ass chair, and you were like, you know, like <laughs> you had a bed. I didn't to know be fair it was enough. seven layers.
2: That's insane. Seven I think that's layers. What they say. To cut. I mean, I believe crazy. it. Yeah. How did you feel throughout? Because obviously I'm going through like pain and all of that that people know. Was, about. How yeah. do you? How did you feel throughout that whole process? I was
1: terrified. It was it was really scary from start to know. finish. I, and and just you know I I always bring this up, but it's just the truth. Like everything that happened with Zeppelin, like statistics don't matter to me anymore. Like oh, there's a one in ten thousand chance that you know you die or something. Like I'm like that's gonna happen. Like I just think the worst immediately. Like I. I would not have been surprised if something happened in Denver because I just catastrophize things and I'm just so like not numb, but I'm just like almost expecting something bad to happen, which sounds dark and horrible, but it's true. Like I right. just and so when they're saying all these things, like the um Mac- Mac- how was I come on the you got it, maconium, Mac- maconium baby, and like. Sunny side up. And it's like, oh, here we go. Like, that's just what I said to myself. Like, here we go. Like, here it comes. Like, I knew something was going to happen. But everything was great. She had a massive fucking cone head. But everything was great. She came out and I got to see her come out. And it was... An interesting experience. Interesting. You
0: can't, you can't, you no. Know, I mean, it's like you honestly cannot put it into words. Like, it's, yeah, it, it was, it, it's, it's pretty much impossible to vocalize like yeah. what it's like when they, when they first come when out. You see, and, them. like, you meet them, you just kind of like your brain. It is, happens
1: so fast, too. Like,
0: your brain's just like completely, you, you, you literally cannot put it into words. Like, yeah. you know, I could maybe draw you a picture, but to try and explain <laughs> it on a podcast, it's just,
1: it's impossible.
0: It's, it is. You know, like I was, you know, I have so many questions for you guys, but like I was, I was holding her and like, it's so weird because I almost felt like it reminded me of like the first time like I was holding Cortland oh, and cute. it's just like, it's such like a weird mental experience. Like you're like a new person, your brain cannot wrap around no. the whole situation that like this, like this was you at one point, you know, yes. this was you and this was you and this yep. was you. This is all of us at one point And like, you know, this is going to be like, you know, a human being with their own personality thoughts aspirations and stuff like that and like it's you know insane. you brought that into this world and it's, they were yeah it's holding her was you know the only <laughs> thing i can really ex, you know kind of put it into words is almost like a psychedelic experience like your <laughs> your your brain just you know you cannot understand it until you've done it you know it's yeah. it is it is so incredible and bizarre and it is it's it, it just holding her today i was just like i once again, I just, I had no words. I was like, you know. He it,
2: really was too stunned to speak.
0: Yeah, I, I had well, no words. It was just He also just crazy. didn't
1: move. He just, <laughs> it looks like he got an epidural.
0: <laughs> listen, when I had, like, once I handed her back to you guys, I grabbed Cortland and I just, like, hugged him so tight. Oh. So I was like, oh, man, I'm so happy you're so big and strong. <laughs> like, I don't feel, like, scared to hold you because I'm like, listen, like, you are so, like. You're so like, you know, you're you're obviously scared to like, you know, drop them or hurt them or you think they're so gentle or, or so like delicate. But like after holding Denver, I was like, oh, my goodness, I love my baby. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like oh, my goodness, dude, I love this kid so much. Uh, yeah, it was it's it. Yeah. I mean, it's just such a crazy experience. But like what, what were you guys I like, you know, like I just say, it's hard to put into words. But wh- what was like the first thought that kind of like came to your mind when they when she first came out and you guys got to like see her and hold her and stuff? Let me go first for you. You go ahead.
2: I don't, it's just, even to this day, she's uh, over a week old, and it, like, it's such a surreal experience. Like, it was just, I feel like because, even though, like I said, 36 hours of labor, which is a lo- longer time, I feel like it's still, it's just so, it's I, it's such a hard, ex- like, feeling to describe because it was so unexpected. Like, yeah.
1: I don't know. I think, so... She didn't hit me. I always thought that it was going to be the most incredible, like, life-changing moment when I saw her and held her for the first time. And not that it wasn't, but it wasn't – it didn't go how I expected. Yeah. If that makes sense. Well,
2: because – okay, so despite – that just reminded me, and that's some stuff that didn't go as expected. So because she was a meconium baby, they were already watching her, and because she was – Thirty six weeks, six days, and then at midnight she turned full term, which is interesting. How they go about that, but right. um, they had to monitor her more. So, in every contraction that I had, when I had to push, they had to monitor her extra. So, like when I after I would push for that ten seconds, they would take a break and they would uh, have to read her heart rate to make sure everything was fine. And despite all odds, meconium, everything, she was fine literally the whole time which is they were so shocked they kept telling us like how amazed they were by how well she was doing during that whole process and especially because she was in my birth canal for so long but doing things unexpected was on the birth plan I had like I wanted to do delayed cord clamping I we got our golden hour with her which was nice you know that hour to two hours after birth where it's just the parents hanging out with her and getting that skin to skin contact but So unexpected as like when she came out, Nick, you had to pull her to make sure she was cleared where I was like, oh, can you guys delay the cord? Because we saw three different nurses and they were like the doctor who uh, delivered her was like, no, we can't do that. Like we have to test her now. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. Like, you know, just unexpected things. And I had to add that in because that was an unexpected thing. I went in thinking I had this whole birth plan that I I was going to have answered from my nurses and my doctors but things happen to where it just doesn't happen so it's a
1: lot like a wedding nothing goes as planned expect
2: the unexpected and you think you have it all planned out but things don't go accordingly sometimes but that's what I wanted to add to that I
1: always thought I would have this moment where I like look at her and I'm like I created this like this is my daughter I didn't have that moment um, I have it later on, I had it, but not at the first time I held her. I think just because it was so much a relief, one that you're healthy and, and she's healthy, but I never had that moment. And I was almost disappointed, but I'm like, I can't force feelings. Right. And I think I was trying, I put so much pressure on myself for everything to be perfect. And it's just not realistic. Like, nothing's going to be perfect. Um, but yeah, I mean, I eventually uh, I had that moment. I think she really hit me that she's here and that this is real when. The birth certificate people came, and, like, I saw her name written out. Oh, yeah. um, so I think we'll do a separate podcast about her name story. Cause, okay. Yeah, because...
2: You should talk about me passing out, too. Before oh, Before yeah. we
1: forget. <laughs> but, um, yeah, when I saw her name written out, that's when I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is real. I don't know why, but that's when it hit me.
3: Yeah. Making the birth certificate was super stressful. I literally... Uh, I wrote it. I read it like three times to make sure I didn't misspell anything. <laughs> yes. And then I had Brandon read it and my mom read it because I was just like, I am just not with it right now. And yeah. I don't know if I'm doing this right.
1: Yeah, no, I was I was worried too. Well, I, I like typed in
2: like yeah. Denver
1: is a city that Wait, is like well-known. No, no, no. Like I typed it in to like make sure I'm spelling everything <laughs> right. I've spelled it a billion times. I'm like, let's just... Double check.
2: Well, didn't they say? I, like I said, I was just so tired and exhausted. I can't really remember. But didn't they say to you when you were doing that, like it's a it's a X amount of money if you mess this up and you have to get it changed? Didn't they? Say yeah, something change. Like that? And then you
3: have to like. They told me that I would have to like directly go to the Social Security office and like deal with it yeah. there. I couldn't. It's not something you can do online or anything. Wait, yep. did
1: you guys go to the birth certificate place by Orlando City Stadium? You didn't go to that, no. So we had to we had to go in. I don't know why they we, they had us go in in person to like turn in her paperwork to get her official social security number, like all that stuff. And it's just so ironic because at that place all they do is birth certificates and death certificates. So it's like you start here, you end here, <laughs> and it's just just like this random ass place where like this just like twenty year old dude like just like looks like he could just be hanging out at the mall, like not like professional he's like sitting on his phone he's like strapped and stuff like why is he armed this is just for (laughs) birth certificates and 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 death certificates no i didn't
3: have to do anything like that they they brought me the paper i filled it out they came back and collected it and i i had to like call i think or go online to order his social security card
1: yeah for some reason they made us go in i don't know why Yep. That's weird. Or
3: no, they automatically send it, but I had to order his birth certificate or something. I don't know, something like that. That's
2: so weird. That's
1: weird. I wonder why they made us go in. Who Same. knows? Anyways, yeah. So that was that was our birth story, and now she's here, and she weighed six point two, like I said, and then she went down. The next time she got weighed, she was five
2: five point nine.
1: Was that no?
2: at the do- are you saying at the pediatrician oh, at the pediatrician she is fine yeah. yeah at the well after at the hospital she was like five fourteen and then five ten and then so yeah at the she pediatrician,
1: is she nine. is teeny tiny uh, and seeing Cortland next to her is unbelievable uh, so we haven't seen Cortland in about three weeks which is I think the longest time we've gone without seeing him so it's interesting to see his development every time we see him because he just changes so much but this has definitely been the biggest change and then I think it's been amplified with how tiny denver oh sorry she's like how tiny denver is so it's like so weird like you hold this baby what go i don't know what that means what is are you doing sign language i reminding
2: you of something to spring up before you uh, oh yeah yeah. okay yeah yes anyways there's this six, other pound, things that... six
1: pound baby compared to courtland is just crazy so we have some pictures that we did I'm like, what, what is it on your cheek? What's going on? Like, Is there something on my like face? I'm trying to
2: tell you without having to say it on the podcast. Okay. And you're like, what? What is that you're doing over there?
1: So, okay. Well, I'll just tell this quick story. I just thought uh, well, her feeding time's coming up. No, so. it's
2: not. We're it fine. It's gotta be. It's 9 p.m.
1: <sighs> oh, yeah. We're good. Yes. <laughs> um,
2: no, we are fine because there's So All right, let me things. tell this story. I got it. Well, okay. after that... I will. passing out story. Yes, I know, but regarding, we have something to bring up of what Bear and Lexi have said and, like, what you reached out to them about first night in the oh, hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, that, oh, okay, okay, that makes more sense.
2: My gosh. All right,
1: <laughs> sorry, I'm not really with it. Um,
2: you need a cup of coffee. So, yeah,
1: so Sierra, uh, finally the epidural started to wear off once they took it out. And I don't even think we told you guys this story yet. No, but. and
2: I'm feeling great. I mean, I have her in my arms at this point. Yeah, you were I'm just good. hanging out. Everything I'm was vibing. normal, I feel fine. I'm like, damn, I just burned out a baby. Whatever. Yeah. Like, let's go. I'm
1: doing skin to skin with Denver. Yep. Just chilling, and then Sierra, they're like, "All right, let's go. You got to like, you have to pee before you can go up to um,
3: Did postpartum." Did you
2: have to pee before you had to do anything?
3: I had a catheter in. So I was.
1: Peeing,
2: whether oh, I knew true, it or not, true, true, yeah. They took I had to it fill out. up. I
3: had to fill up half a bag before they oh. take oh. it out, though. That's
2: interesting. So that's something you had to do. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. So yeah, they
1: Sierra had to pee before we went up to postpartum. Um,
2: I wonder if it's because they took out because I had a catheter and they took it out, and I wonder if I have to like sh- regain the sensation or something. They have to make sure that's fine Probably. before I go up. That's interesting.
1: But um, they go and they so. Everything is just lining up for this to be very bad. So Sierra had an epidural for eleven hours, so she didn't walk for eleven hours. She didn't, she, and she can't eat when she has an epidural. So when she you have the
2: too, you can't eat. Yeah.
1: She, oh, that's what it was. Yeah. She ha, she hasn't ate for eleven hours. Yep. She has barely drinking any water. I did pretty good at hydrating you, but barely any. Yeah. And then like she just gets up really fast. And don't forget, she lost a shit ton of blood. Yeah. So she gets up and she's like feeling okay, feeling okay. Then all of a sudden, like the nurse that's helping her to the restroom, like starts freaking the fuck out. Oh, and I'm right.
2: like, this is from your perspective. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm <laughs> holding,
1: I'm holding Denver. And like all of a sudden there's like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. And then like instantly like 10 nurses run into the um, room that we're in. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And this is all I hear. So Sierra's in the bathroom already. I guess she had a successful pee, <laughs> but after the pee, I guess she passed out. And I didn't know that because I can't see any of this. And all I hear is, stay with us, Sierra, stay with us, stay with us, Sierra, stay with us. And I'm like, what the fuck, is she dying? And I'm like, freaking out. And I'm like, this is at the point where I'm like, not comfortable holding Denver yet. Because I'm like, she's like this little delicate six pound baby. And I'm like, freaking out. Me and Denver having this like close bonding moment. And then like, my wife is dying in the bathroom. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I get up. All the nurses are running in. They're like, literally slapping Sierra on the face, like, literally. stay with us, stay with us. I'm He's like,
2: smacked in the like, face. Like, oh my
1: god, can she see the light? <laughs> like, what is going on right now? I'm freaking the fuck out. And then uh, she's like, I, I'm like looking at Sierra, and she's, it's actually scary. She was so white. Her lips were literally white. <laughs> so so scary. Like you look like like fucking Rob Zombie. You're going in and out, in and out. Your eye, like you literally like would wake up. And then you go back down, like, oh, my God, this is terrifying. And then, like, they rushed you to get up, which I don't – I'm obviously not um, certified in any sort of medical (laughs) profession, but I just thought it was odd that they rushed to get you back up so quick. But I guess – I don't know. I'm sure there's a reason for it. But uh, I'm –
3: Blood circulation. Yeah, probably something oh, circulation. Maybe. But
1: I'm just like saying, like, look, all she needs is a snack. That's all she needs. I'm telling you, yeah, all she needs anything is a snack. Yet. And they're kind of like pushing me to the side. And I was kind of <laughs> getting a little pissed because I'm like, I'm telling you, all she needs is a snack. All she needs is a snack. And they're like doing all this other shit. I'm like, all she needs is a snack. She finally sits down, I give her a Belveita, she perks right up. <laughs> Literally, like her face changed colors as she ate the Belveita. I'm like, I told you. But um, yeah, that was really scary.
2: Yeah, let me say my perspective as of what I remember. So I get up and I'm feeling great. I'm feeling fine. I just had Denver on my chest and she's like, all right, you got to pee. Cause we got to go up to postpartum. It's getting time. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Take two steps. And I've never had a passing out feeling or anything like that before. I've never passed out in my life. And all of a sudden I'm like, I tell her, I'm like, Hey, I'm pat, I'm feeling really lightheaded. Like, feel like I'm feeling I'm going to pass out. Like, I don't know what this, what's going on right now. And she's like, Okay, sit, 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 sit. Now, this woman is shorter than me, too. So, she's a tiny girl. And so, she sits me on the toilet. And all of a sudden, I'm, like, going in and out. I'm, like, whoa. Like, I, like, something's going on with me. And apparently, she pulled this thing in the shower that gets the nurses there. And we are in a very tight bathroom. Right. Very small bathroom. And all of a sudden, I, like, as I'm going in and out of consciousness, I see the nurses running in. There's a fuck ton in my face. And all they start doing is slap me in the face, like (laughs) smacking me hard. And I remember it. And they're like, stay with us. And I'm like, I remember when I had conscious, I was like, am I dying right now? They are fucking smacking me in the face. Stay with us is just so
1: like a scary term. All they're
2: saying is stay with us, stay with us. And I'm getting literally hammered in the face by all these (laughs) nurses. (laughs) and and there's like a sliver in the door that I can see like Zach in Denver like and I'm like am I is this my last sight like am I really about to die right now and then (laughs) they then put me on this uh thing where you set your knees on and you hold your hands up and they it's not a wheelchair but it's like a wheelchair and they wheeled me over to the bed and uh yeah I guess I was fine But that was crazy.
1: So then they go and they, um, Sierra had to take pain medication because the sunny side up was so bad. She literally like told me like, I feel like my tailbone shattered into pieces. Yeah. So she was in so much fucking pain. So they gave her these medicine, um, these painkillers. And uh, they go and they take us up to postpartum. (laughs) And Sierra's like KO'd. Like in so much pain, she's going to sleep, and I'm like, she not needs to sleep. Not from
2: basically the pain pills, but just, just because exhausted. I like I was so mentally and yeah. physically exhausted from everything that just right. happened. Right.
1: So Sierra's KO'd, Denver's up there, and it's literally just me. Like, they're just like basically just hand me a baby. I'm like, here you go, and I'm like all by myself. Sierra is not there to like help me. No one's there to help me. Like no no one is in the room with me. I literally texted Lexi like what the fuck do I do? Like, I don't, I don't know what to do right now. Um, I'm like, do I need to wake, see her up to feed her? Because I'm like, I don't know if she needs to be fed. I don't know if she like is supposed to be peeing. Do I change a diaper? Do I hold her? What the fuck? Like I had no, there was zero instructions given to me. And I'm just sitting there looking at my daughter and looking at my wife sleeping. I'm like, what the fuck do I do? So Lexi's like, yes, wake her up to feed her because I mean, it was, it was quite a bit. Yeah. Quite a while, but their their stomachs like the size of a grape, so they're not really hungry. But it's more of just building that latch because um, Sierra is. Uh, we're in the process of breastfeeding, and she's doing she's doing really well. But uh, I know that that was important to Sierra, so I did wake her up, and then our family ended up visiting. I didn't think our family was going to visit that day because we were so dead, um, but I'm glad they did. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I woke her up and she latched, and our family came and visited her, and everything was honestly okay yeah because it was just exhausting we were relieved it was over but it was so hard to sleep because every time you close your eyes a nurse walks in and by the way great care we were in great hands everyone was great you know I, I know they were just doing their job but it was exhausting that every time
2: it was we
1: literally couldn't I don't think we got longer than an hour nap no maybe not even an hour
2: no yeah yeah In the pain like just also sitting there like like I said, like Zach said, it felt like my tailbone is shattered. It still feels like that. I can't sit down normally. Getting up for the longest time was just, I couldn't. Like, it was so painful. Um, I can't describe the feeling. I literally thought it was fractured. I've had multiple doctors, like, check it when we were there and at my postpartum, like, uh, visit. And they were just like, no, it's, it's, deep just, bruise. it's just internally deep bruised. it's because the whole time her spine is on my tailbone being pushed for three hours and 42 minutes. Right. Speaking about three hours and 42 minutes, she was born at 2.42 p.m. and my water broke at 2.42 a.m. Yeah. That Pretty was cool. I thought that was
1: weird.
2: Yeah.
3: But like a whole day before, Yeah. Right?
1: Different yeah. days. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. But uh, um, yeah, that but was...
2: It's It's been ever since, you know, we've been home and we got home Sunday. It felt like <laughs> a... <laughs> Um, it's, uh, the week when, you know, she's a little over a week old now and it went by so fast. And I think it's because we were in the hospital <laughs> for so long. It was hard. Uh, until Sunday, you know, I mean, it, it wasn't like we were in the hospital <laughs> bears recording on our home video and it's so, it's,
1: it's I like awesome. how you're like pinkies <laughs> up. Fancy recorder.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't use all their storage.
1: It's,
3: it's this is
2: the first time video. we've had it. Um. But anyways, we've had, like, it's just the whole week went by so fast, and it's crazy because we were unprepared. I thought going into labor, because I thought we were going to be induced, I would have had, like, postpartum meals ready for us. Our house would be clean. Uh, The nursery would be done. Not done yet. Almost done. We weren't ready. We weren't ready. Our house was a complete wreck. We had family come over. I did
1: a lot of chores the night before. You
2: did, Made it a little bit better. But it was For a
1: baby, it was not prepared.
2: Right, exactly. So we've had... uh, we had family, you know, jump into action right away, which has been amazing. We've Yeah, had, great support. We've had great support, honestly, since this has happened, and I can't imagine not having the support oh my of god. just from family and friends and people who have just reached out to us and have done just side nice things. Yes, All, like just that support goes so far. Oh my and god. Like, Now it makes me want to like next time, uh, you know, being in this certain situation, like next time I see someone having a baby, like what can I do for you? Like, how can I be there for you? It means so much. It means so much. The little things mean so much, you know, just reaching out, asking how you're doing, getting you a meal, getting you something, you know, the little things just help out so much because some days we're like, the fuck we have no food here we literally went grocery shopping before uh the two days before she was born and like half that food prepped everything half we had to throw out that food because it's bad
1: because we were in the hospital yeah
2: so because it went right it went bad in the hospital so it's just like little things like that we were just so not prepared and to have the support we have had has been amazing um i
1: I just wanted to touch on one thing before we do a courtland update because we're already at that hour mark but um So Lexi talked a lot about the baby blues, Mm -hmm. um, which obviously there's so many factors with that. I feel like obviously there's a lot of, you know, chemicals in the brain and and, and hormonal changes and just like a huge life. I feel like life events are always hard. Like people, you know, depression is at its highest peak in Christmas time. You know, when you're supposed to be happy or you have a baby, you're supposed to be happy. That's when it hits you the hardest. Yeah. And Sierra has been doing great. Uh, I've had a, a, a lot of struggles, which I think is interesting because I don't have obviously that hormonal change like you do. But uh, I think it's something that, you know, needs to be talked about a little bit more that Definitely. people, you know, people struggle. You know, the 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 dad struggle, too. I, I had a lot of mental breakdowns. Um, I have really bad uh, OCD and every little thing on her, like I just catastrophize. Like I just think everything's like the end of the world. And like I just obsess over all these things and it I put all this pressure to make everything perfect and bond with her right away and all that, and I just didn't. And um, it's been hard for me. It's been really, really hard. I think overall it's been great in Sierra. It's great that Sierra understands me so well and my, my family understands me so well because they kind of helped me through it. But it's definitely something I just wanted to talk on because it's freaking hard, man. Like I've had – and the lack of sleep definitely – you know, amplifies that. It makes it so much harder. When you when you get no sleep, like, your brain is going to be fucked. Like, I remember writing in the hospital. We were doing a a breastfeeding and a poop log, pee log, and I literally, like, forgot how to spell, like, the most simple words. Like, that's how sleep-deprived I was. I forgot how to fucking spell. As you were writing
2: it, you kept saying, like, Sierra, why the fuck can't I spell this word? I, like, crossed out a... I can't remember it? what the word was. It's, like, it was such a simple like a, word. Probably a four-letter letter okay, word. five letters at least. <laughs> But I was like,
1: I crossed it out like twice. And I'm like, I don't know how to fucking spell right now. My brain is just gone. And I remember the first day we got home, nothing was traditional. Our car was still in the shop. So because that accident we've talked about on the podcast, our car was still in the shop. So we didn't have a car. So my parents had to come get us and put the car seat in their car. So it's like nothing was like how we envisioned it. And I think that bothered me a lot because it wasn't like the traditional like, oh, walking as a couple taking or like. Like, we literally went to my parents' house first because we had to go pick up the dog because uh, they were watching her there. It's like nothing was the same, and I just had such a mental breakdown where I was just like everything at once just hit me. I feel like I was I was taking care of Sierra. I, they, she kept calling me super dad because I was literally like TMI, but I know you don't care about me talking about it. I'm like literally changing Sierra's diapers because she can't even bend because of her tailbone. I'm changing – Denver's diapers I'm literally taking care of both of them and I'm happy to do so like I'm not complaining about that but I was just so mentally and physically drained so like just everything hit me at once because I was just holding on because I didn't want to bitch I didn't want to complain because I'm like Sierra just literally went through hell so I just held everything in because I'm like I have no right to fucking bitch about anything Complain, but you
2: do your feelings yeah, better, well yeah yeah, yeah. You know.
1: but I just didn't want to. I didn't yeah. want to put anything else on you, but it just hit me all at once. So, my advice to any dad out there would be just vocalize how you feel and just because it made it worse holding it in. I literally like, sat down on the toilet with my clothes on and just started fucking crying at my parents' house. Like, I was like losing it. Just everything was just so. It's a lot. I don't know. It's, it's a so lot heavy. at
2: once. It's a lot that we were just thrown at once you yeah. know it's we a, weren't ready we weren't ready <laughs>
1: but I, don't, I, I think you're never really ready and right and like you said every every birthing experience is different and everyone's is has their own challenges it's hard in their own way and
2: definitely been a super dad from the you. start I've been um, trying it's hard you've but. been great because I can't do much I, I can. love
1: changing diapers by the way <laughs> you do yeah I feel like I like I like like feeling like I'm helping her yeah. She, immedi- she gets that immediate, re- she fucking hates it. <laughs> she hates being naked and, like, the cold air hitting her. She fucking hates it. But once, like, she's all fresh and clean and then I put her clothes on, she's just so happy. Like, it makes me so happy for her to just instantly, like, once her clothes is on and I hold her up to my skin, she just calms down. That just, like, there's no better feeling in the world. Like, yeah. me making an impact on her life already. Like, I don't know. I just get the goosebumps thinking about it. I just love taking care of her. Um, it's very, it's been difficult for me though. Like we were talking about this a few weeks ago on the podcast, like how I'm going to struggle with her sleeping and shit. Like always worry about her, which I am like, you can ask Sierra, like I'm always getting up and like, Oh, like uh, the, that, the, what is she in the sleep sack? Sleep yeah. sack is, is, too close to her mouth. And I'm like, just getting up. And then like 15 seconds later, I'll check it again, check it again. Even though she has the outlet on and like all this stuff, I'm like still just checking, 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 which is definitely, you know, the OCD side of things. But it's been a long, hard journey, but I think think we're getting there. Yeah. And I love it. I love her so fucking much. Yes.
2: It's flown by so fast already, and it scares me because, like, not only, like, seeing, like, obviously at first, before she was here, watching Cortland, like, we saw him. We see him every week, basically. How fast he grows. How fast he grows, and then, like. Now it's, it's been a little over a week and I'm like, how, how the fuck it is it? flies then? by. It's yeah. going to
3: get even worse. So just hold on. Right? Yes. And it
2: makes me like nervous. Like, am I missing out on moments? Like, am I not, am I not doing like being there for certain things? But it's like, Zach always reminds me, he's like, if you don't take care of yourself, like you yes. can't take care of her. So I'm like, okay, I do That's, need to sleep.
3: And then also I was so focused on what I was going to be missing with him yes. that I wasn't a taking in what was currently in front, in front of, of, front of me because right. I was so focused on me missing it later right and I finally like had to have somebody be like look you're worrying so much about the future that you're not even getting to live in the present right now and you are gonna miss it and right. so true yeah. so true yeah. that's
2: been like a hard and it's only and that's what, it just scares me because it's only been over a week and that's like one of the things I'm worried about, like, did I not take... Because she's only, as they say, they're only little, like, right now. Like, we'll never get this time back. So, like, did I take enough photos of her during this time? Like, right. did I do, but, like... And at
1: the same time, you're so exhausted. Right. Where it's right. Like, it's
2: so hard. It's just... And I, it's going to be like that with every child we have. And as they get older and older and learning to get through that is yeah. going to be a lot. Yeah, yep. It's That's a lot. Crazy. but um, But... Speaking about Cortland, if you can hear his cute self. Um, yeah. Bear, what Bear. are you doing?
1: <laughs> Bear, like, just left the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shout out to the podcast, by the way. What's Bear that? and Lexi's advice throughout. Um, this is season two, by the way. Denver to was the start of two. season two. Welcome, If but, you want
2: to leave a review on how you thought season one went, please yes, do. This is season two, <laughs> officially.
1: Uh, Denver era. But, um, let's hear about Bear and what's one second Bear and Lexi's advice in season one has changed my life. So listen to, Oh shit, we're dads for advice because they, we're expert parents. There's more so Lexi, but, uh, (laughs) there's so many things that Lexi has said, uh, just kind of like what she just touched on. We've talked about this on and off the air, but just like taking in the moments, like stop worrying about the future. Just take it in now. Like that's gone a, a long way for me and my struggles. Um, a lot of the things that they've done, a lot of worries that they had, it kind of makes me worry less because I'm like, okay, well, they went through it. They got through it. Look at Cortland. He's a healthy,
3: also growing baby. Your feelings about things not being perfect, I went through the same thing right. because our birth experience was Far from perfect. Right. And we were we went when we weren't expecting to go and things weren't done like I wanted it to. And I had a list and it wasn't crossed off all of my stuff. And yes. he was separated Preach. from us and we had all those things too. And I was very upset over right. the fact that I didn't get that perfect, like I didn't get that golden but hour. But you thought you would have... it. Right. I didn't get to have my first night with him, like, you know, all those things. And But yeah. eventually it does get better. Like, I mean, I think you definitely are probably going to have some birthing trauma. I know that yeah. I had some birthing trauma, not from my birth itself, but from the experience right. of being in the hospital and being separated from him.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: but it gets better with time.
2: That's good to know. It's it's good to know and reassuring. But speaking about Cortland, what are Bear and Lexi? What are some updates on him? Cuz we haven't seen him in 3 weeks.
3: Yes. Well, as you can hear, he's very loud and vocal. <laughs> <laughs> ba 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 da 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 so ma cute. ma ma.
2: Did he say mama or dad at first?
3: Oh, he, he only says ma when he's screaming mad. Oh my god, <laughs> really? <laughs>
2: Otherwise, it's just dad, 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 dad,
3: dad, 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 dad. He's so cute.
0: No, no luck. <laughs> it's interesting.
1: I feel like he like understands the concept of a microphone.
2: When you guys entered in today, you said he picked <laughs> up a lot of new skills recently. What are all those new things besides that?
3: that is his breathing (laughs) Um,
1: so he's six and a half months right
3: six and a half months he is sitting completely by himself now he needs no support he sits in place by himself he like loves to pick up toys and slam them to the side and then he'll pick up another one and slam it to the side um he was sitting on the table at my mom's house the other day with me um i was like sitting behind him i wasn't leaving him unsupervised but um I had him just sitting up on the table, and he there was a candy bucket, and he was taking all the candy out and then putting it all back in. Oh. And then taking all the candy out and putting it all back in. That's probably, huh.
1: like, very mentally stimulating yeah, for him. Yeah, fine
3: motor skills, too. Yeah. Uh. Um, and we're working on his crawling position now.
1: Oh, um, my gosh.
3: He is crushing his purees. Nice. I'm waiting for his teeth to pop. He's been teething for, like, three months now. Still no teeth, though. Oh. Yeah. Um, So once he gets his teeth, then I'll start introducing, like, more regular foods, like eggs and stuff like that, um, because we'll be able to chew it,
2: but... Any other foods he's hating? No,
3: he really likes all of them. The doctor told me to start getting him pureed meats, and I hate that. It's so gross. have you done it? Yeah, it's so gross to me, and well, then when we were there, they're like, have you been giving him pureed meats? And I said, no, it grosses me out, and they're like, well, you need to start, and I was like, (laughs) but we did and he likes it there's no food that he hasn't been eating it's it's like pureed so it's like literally like almost like a liquid oh my Um, gosh
2: how do you just blend it a bunch of well
3: i so i had been making his own purees but he wasn't eating them very well he was spitting them all back out at me and i asked the doctor and he's like you need to be doing it three times a day And with doing it three times a day and my work schedule and Brandon's work schedule, I was like, I'm just going to use the jarred stuff for now. And ever since I switched to the jarred stuff, he's been fine eating it. Oh, So I think it's the consistency. I don't think I was getting the, I don't, I wasn't, I couldn't get it as thin as the jarred stuff was because the jarred stuff is literally like,
0: how would you even
3: explain it? It's like not, it's like thinner than pudding. Like maybe like gravy.
1: I say, he doesn't have a mic but he's also just not talking (laughs)
3: like a like a gravy consistency and like i just couldn't get it like that when i was making it myself but i think now that he's used to it and he understands the concept of swallowing because when babies start eating they have to push their tongue out to eat their bottle but then when you swallow you have to push your tongue in so it's like opposite so i think now that he does it we can probably switch back to the homemade stuff um i don't know how to homemade make Pureed meat, though.
2: There, <laughs> You gonna take that up?
0: We're gonna get him some bison. Uh, you just slap that bitch in the immersion blender, and you just blend it to to fucking hell. And uh, then we this boy's gonna be, you know, he's gonna be eating bison. That's all he's gonna be eating from from here on out. Yes, you are.
2: When are you gonna give that to him?
0: Um, I mean, as soon as we can order some bison. I mean, <laughs> needs to be grass fed, grass finished, high quality bison. Um, but I'm thinking he's only gonna eat bison uh, ribeyes. That sounds good to me. That's my favorite cut, boy. That sounds expensive. Ah, it's, you know. It's worth it. Money's not real.
3: <laughs> it <laughs> grows on trees. Yeah, so now we're just working on crawling. Oh, that's How, crazy. Like, have you started that process? Um. Yeah, we put him up on his hands, and we'll, like, tuck his knees underneath him so that he can oh, get yeah, you didn't the see strength it. You in his were arms. Back, you
1: were feeding Denver, but, yeah, like, she was showing me. Like, he just sits there.
2: He, he. so he, like, just sits there. Bear
1: said he was moving a yeah. little bit.
3: He'll, like, rock a little bit with it. Oh. Uh, it's
1: crazy how fast he's growing it's almost like i feel like like you know i know you said this goes by fast but it's like hard to believe that she'll be like that one day. i know zach and i were talking
3: about it how on his first birthday she will be the age he is right now isn't that
2: weird because they're six months apart that's really weird that's really really weird well barry you said he's going to be walking by seven months
1: Hey, that's Bear's goal.
0: That's that's what we're thinking here. We're just going to skip the whole crawling. <laughs> Who's
2: we? Because it's not me.
0: <laughs> me and Cortland. I mean, it's not just the two of us now. Uh, me and Cortland, we're thinking he's going to be walking by seven months. We're just going to skip the whole crawling bullshit. There's no. There's really no need for that. It's
3: developmentally important.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, if you can just walk, I mean, that's, I mean, what do you need to crawl for? If you can just get up and walk, you know what I mean? So that's what we're thinking, me and Cortland. We're just going to start walking here in the next couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, because he's catching up to seven months. He's about a meter. What do you, that's what he's Exactly.
0: He, <laughs> that's my boy. He will
3: stand, though. Like, if you just hold his fingers, he'll stand up completely by himself. Or Ava had him in the, my mom has this playpen for him at the house, and there's these two little, like, rope things that you can like they're supposed to hold on to to pull themselves up and he'll hold on to it and just stand by himself oh my gosh wow.
1: that's crazy
3: gosh he's it's he's bullying. yeah i feel like
1: he's like advanced <laughs> me too like i feel like Cortland is like an exception exception to yes, all rules but
3: i worry every single like right before we went to his six-month appointment last last week the week before um i was like he's behind he's developmentally delayed and Brandon's like shut up he's fine (laughs) I'm like nope there's something wrong I know there is I know they're going to tell me there's something wrong with him so
2: (laughs) at those doctor's appointments when you get like as he gets you know now he's six months how do they like test for that the developmental like to see if he's behind or not
3: They'll just ask you more so, oh, okay. um, and then they'll test for things like his sitting. Like they obviously just like put him up to sit. Oh. So like for her, like they're gonna start testing her neck control and stuff. So they'll put her on her stomach for tummy time. They like, get her one month. Probably, uh, she's pretty good at it. Yeah,
1: yeah. It surprised me. She's like a little turtle. Like she'll be like on it? my chest. Yeah, yeah she, she doesn't. We see mostly them. do it like I mostly have just done it on my chest right now. But yeah. I'll lay down. And she, like, lifts her head up, and she makes these little faces. She looks just like her mom when she does these faces. But she, like, makes these, like, scrunchy faces and stuff. Looks like she's constipated, just like her mom. And uh, <laughs> That's true, right? Yes. Now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm like, I was surprised. I didn't realize how strong their necks were right away. Because everyone, yeah. you know, the biggest thing is, you know, support the neck. Of course you have to. But it's just They don't surprised. have good
3: stability, I think.
1: Right. Um, yeah. But, yeah,
3: he would do tummy time on us. Hated it on the floor, though.
1: Or on a well, mat. We haven't really tried it haven't, on a mat no. at this.
3: I would try it sooner rather than later because really? he did not like it, and it was so When did you hard. guys
1: try it? Do you remember? And he just bumped
3: his <laughs> head. We, I didn't start for, I started late because I didn't realize you were supposed to start so soon. I guess you're supposed to start like right now, to be honest. Um, yeah. But I think I started at like a month.
1: Hmm. Yeah, they said they said it's fine to just do it on the chest for now, but then he said we could do it on the floor. I don't know; it just sketches me out, but I guess we could try it.
2: Yeah, because we
1: have a play mat.
2: Right, we have a play mat, and that also those. I feel activities. like she's
1: just gonna like.
2: I know. Yeah. Like that scares me.
1: Yeah, I used to
3: do it on his chest until like I like I said until like a month, and then I was like, okay, now we can try it on the floor but i would be right there and his playmat came with like a little pillow thing that mm. you could put under his chest oh so
2: that's nice but yeah so how
1: old was Cortland on the first podcast do you remember
2: no i was just actually thinking that today no
3: but i have a picture of it
2: oh i'll we'll have, yeah, have to look
3: back i think he was probably like i don't know i feel like we started in may
2: did we really something like that oh so. where's bear I need to see I what he needs to like add into this conversation. Today. Maybe a month.
1: Barry is just laying on the couch, feet up, phone in his hands, <laughs> chilling. He quit the podcast. Find the of the first podcast. Do what? Find the of the first podcast. Oh, he's doing his research. Barry's like, this is sear and Zach's episode. I don't know nah, how he's
3: going to do that because he doesn't have his oh, iPhone. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, iPhone have Spotify. Well, we, no, we were talking go, about go. the first time we like recorded it.
1: What is it? When's the first day it was posted?
2: Look, he's on that capping.
1: <laughs> all right, he's all
2: right, coming here, all the way back. Comes. Oh, he's got to get the headset on. Here you Bear, I need to hear your thoughts about this whole podcast. You haven't really talked much today.
0: Ooh, I was on baby duty, guys. We were we were having a blast, me and Cortland. I you mean, were just
1: over there by
0: yourself.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> some of the time, yes. It's important when you're a parent to have some, you know, personal you know some some you and you time you know yeah. what i mean I some personal time
1: yeah
0: but um the first date of the podcast when we posted it at least was june 9th so i, th- so oh, I think okay. the first one that we yeah, like recorded was, was like late may something yeah. like that so, yeah
3: so right about it one yeah. month
0: Yeah, it was, it was wow. a little over a month old Yeah, that's pretty crazy to think that that's how long we've been doing this and yeah i mean it's- i
1: wonder what she's gonna look like when she's one month so weird. Oh, Looking she's gonna change so much. <laughs>
2: Bear's pointing at me. I know
1: it's crazy. Like I, so we have a, a shared album. Uh, there's one for Cortland, one for Denver.
3: You I was,
2: doing that idea was amazing because oh yeah, another thing. My I stole family from does Lexi. shared yeah. albums for everything. Oh, really? Like, you can't lose smart. it. Smart.
3: Like we just did homecoming pictures for the girls and uh, just put them in there. Put everybody in there. You, and you guys you have always done that because yeah. I
1: think you did that for our homecoming way back mm-hmm. when your mom did. that. Oh yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then you don't have to send it to everybody. So yeah, nice. Everybody such a good has idea. Right. It's
1: it's like why doesn't everyone do it if you think about it? Yeah. But I was looking at Cortland's after uh, Denver was born just in some downtime because I wanted to see like the growth and development and it's yeah. so quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like literally so quick they grow. I'm like, he looks so different from, Day one to... Well, to
2: see how dark his hair was when he yes. was born, and now it's like, it makes me think about her. Like, she has really dark hair, which yeah. we were shocked about. Right. Her having hair in general, we were shocked about. But for her dark hair, I'm like, oh, is it going to lighten up or stay dark, you know?
1: You just don't know. No. No,
0: like, from birth to one month, two months, three months, four months, five months, and six months, it is pretty crazy. Because, like, when he was born, you know, we look at the pictures, and then we look at one month, and we're like... He looks so different. Oh like completely different baby we're just kind of it's just like kind of weird that you know that was our baby you know when he was you know like a month or or you know when he was first born to two weeks to a month and then you look at him at like six months and you're just like it's almost like it's a completely different baby you know like you don't even really recognize Portland
1: I mean, changed weekly yeah like because we would yeah. literally see him basically once a week you know yeah. doing the podcast um and he would like he would look different every time we saw him the bone crazy.
0: structure is like the main thing to yes. me it's just like he, the shape of his head and his face, and just like the way he looked, yeah, completely changed. Like it, it is, it is almost sad because you almost feel like you had two different babies, and one of them. You literally
3: does like it, and then you look at yourself too as an adult, or even like your baby pictures to your toddler pictures to your yeah. childhood pictures, and you don't even look like the same person. No. So it's so interesting to think about, like what is what are they going to look like when they're older? so
0: weird. So, how was really that I have no idea? So, let me ask you this guys when so you said that she was a muconium baby the muconium just for anybody who does not have a kid or you know who doesn't know what we're talking about here. Muconum is like the first poop they ever have. Right. And it is literally like this black tar that Disgusting comes out of them. It him, is yeah. the most strange substance that you would... Like if this, if you shit this out, you would go to the hospital. <laughs> you'd be like, be like, there's something fucking wrong if with me, If you're anything dude.
1: other than a newborn.
0: Exactly. If you yeah. if this came out of your body, you'd be like, all right, I'm going straight to the hospital, dude. I got some sort <laughs> of cosmic <laughs> infection, dude. Some aliens are hacking my body or some shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. It is so strange it comes out of a human being. Did you got... So you said she was a meconium baby. Did you guys ever have one of those... Diapers that you had to change, or was it just?
1: Yes. So that's interesting. You said that we. Are, she, so she did that in Sierra, that foul shit in Sierra, and then she actually had two black poops after that.
0: Yeah, those. So, they're they are just. You look at that, and you're just like, "Yeah, are you sure? I never saw. Are his, you sure? Are they really? like, you sure this is normal? Yeah. So you <laughs> changed his first diaper. I definitely saw one of the muconium poops because uh, I, th- I think. The reason Lexi never saw one is because she... Well, oh, he was in NICU, so yeah, he was, did they change him there? He was in the NICU. Um, I changed, like, one of his first diapers, and I was down there with him, and Lexi still couldn't go down there because she was still recovering, and, you know, we had to wheel her down there the first time, and, like, her whole, like, gurney, like, the, yeah. we had to take the whole bed down oh. uh, the first time she came down. And so I was down there with him and kind of, like, going back and forth. So right. I saw, like, the meconium poops and changed it, And I was just kind of like looking at the nurse. I was like, are you sure? Like, like, where'd you go to school? Are you sure? Let me see your degree. Yeah. What's, what's your, what's your uh, exact degree? Okay. So, uh, all right. Okay. So you went to like SSC. (laughs) Well, what do you really know? Are you sure that's right? Let me talk to the doctor woman. (laughs) So I was, I was, when I first saw that shit, I was like, this, this can't be right.
1: Well, you know what it is, right? (laughs) It's It's their It's the hair they shed.
2: We just learned that. Isn't that
0: I didn't know that that was the hair that they shed. Yes. That's and what
1: the doctor told us. The pediatrician told us that they're... You tell us. So it's, it's... You know how they have, like... It's, like, coated in hair in the womb? Oh, yeah. So they shed that, and then they basically take that... Absorb all that in, and, like... That's where, like, because it's all in the um, amniotic
0: fluid. Yeah, they're kind of, like, drinking it. And then the, yeah. the hair is the only thing that kind of gets, like, stuck yeah. that they digest.
1: It's actually disgusting.
0: Oh, it's it. it no, when you first see that, it is, it is so, oh, my God. So dude. she
1: had a weird poop. So she had, obviously, that in the womb. And then she had her first black poop, and it was a big one. And then a second, smaller black poop. And then she actually did not poop for two days. And I'm, like, freaking the fuck out. But I guess kind of like birth, everything's different. Every poop journey for babies is different. And I'm, like, asking the doctor, like, is this normal? Like, I'm freaking the fuck out. And then, boom, she passes, like, a nice yellow seedy poop, the way it's supposed to look.
0: Mm, the seedy poops. Yeah. <laughs> so, that
1: is, so, yeah, I mean, you could do a whole, like, journey on just poop. Oh, baby
0: poop, Because it changes poop, dude. so
1: much. It is.
3: Number one thing about parenthood, you <laughs> speak something into existence, like, oh, they're not doing this or they are doing this instantly changes it. yeah
1: that's exactly what happened to us don't ever,
3: don't ever tell anybody about her sleeping well
1: oh yeah no i don't i don't plan on it because she she is sleeping pretty well right now she's i mean she literally like she's early so she's tired and she just kind of sleeps throughout the day her wake time is really weird she likes to be awake at 11 p.m and just that's when she's like observing everything and looking all around. But other than that, she sleeps really well. She's not a fusser. Doesn't fuss a lot. She really only cries. She doesn't really randomly cry. She cries when she's hungry. She cries when she's cold, like when she's naked. Yeah. That's about it. She doesn't even really cry for poopy diapers. Did did Cortland? Sometimes. At this age? Because she, like, it's kind of scary. Like I had to check all the time without her even fussing because I'm like, there's a good chance. She,
0: yeah, it, it takes, i, I for, at least for Corlin, it took him some time to kind of be like, Hey dude, I'm sitting in shit. Come <laughs> over here and fix this. You <laughs> ass clown. Like, uh, now, now like, Oh dude, like today. Oh my God, dude, today. So I mean, Lexi's obviously studying for her exam right now. So like I've been, I've been on baby duty pretty much just, you know, most of the time. Yeah. Um, and today, uh, Brandon, our roommate, was uh, holding him because I was making him a bottle, and he goes, "Oh, he's kind of wet. I think he peed through his diaper." And he like picks him up and turns him around. He's like, Ugh, uh. "He's he's like, oh no, dude, he he complete blowout, dude. It's it's all over him. It's in his hair. It's 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 all over me." Holy shit. I'm like, I'm like, dude, chill, chill. Like your daughter shit on me like I mean I don't know at least ten times. Like th- literally the first time I met his their first daughter my introduction was she pooped on me, she peed on me, she threw up on me. Oh, oh my gosh. When I first the trio, that's the perfect trio. Dude, it was perfect. Yeah. That's it was, like the it triple double of babies. Exactly. <laughs> it was it was amazing. I the literally the first time I ever met her I bring this beautiful little baby girl in my hands. She throws up on me. She shits her pants and pisses all over me immediately. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, listen dude, your daughter shit on me so many times. It's not even funny. Like she's, she's like 18 months now and like, she still poops on me. So I'm like, I'm like, relax. And, but today, like he had like an insane poop where like, he's just like screaming. We, we had him in the bouncer. And we're just kind of hanging out. And he's, like, screaming at me. I'm like, dude, what's wrong? Like, relax. You were just, you know, there's nothing wrong. Like, you were just bouncing around, having a great time. And all of a sudden, you're screaming. So I thought he was hungry, so I started making a bottle. Brandon picks him up. And he's like, oh, yeah, complete blowout. And so, I mean, he he's now he screams when he shits his pants. But, mm. um, yeah, it was, it was absolutely incredible blowout diaper. I mean, it was all up his back. It was explosive diarrhea. Like, uh, he, he's been eating the purees like Lexi said, so he's getting a lot of fiber and that fiber just blew straight through him. I mean, Jesus Christ. So so you
1: guys notice a a big difference in his poops when you add new things to his diet?
0: I would say yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Yeah, we we fed him prunes and like pears the other day, and like his shit came out purple and just, it was just like clearing him out, dude. But, and that's
1: normal. Like, that was supposed to happen.
0: I mean, his, the, the poops, obviously, like, you know, once you start feeding them the purees, like they've never really digested this stuff before. So the poops are always kind of weird. Like, yeah. Um, but I mean, he's been crushing the purees. Like, he fucking, he fucking loves them. It's, it's, at first, like, you know, he was kind of just like, meh. Like, what the hell are you guys feeding me? But once you give him, like, the banana and the mango, like, we had, like, banana and mango. Today, he ate blueberry and pear. He ate, like, sweet potato. And one day, we fed him, like, turkey and vegetables. So we oh. did have one with, like, some meat in it, some, like, pureed meat. Nice. But this was, like, store bought stuff. So, um, but no, I mean, he's been crushing all of it. He fucking loves it. But um,
2: how does it balance out when you stop with the formula and just do, like, the purees?
0: Um, so, I mean, initially, obviously, they don't really eat eat a whole lot of it. It's just some sort of like experimentation. But I mean, now he's, I mean, he literally takes the entire four ounce puree and he crushes it. Nice. And he's still, he still eats his full eight ounce bottle too. So, I mean, I mean, the main nutrition still going to be from the bottle. Obviously, you know, the, the fats, the proteins, you know, all the, you know, stuff in between the vitamins, minerals, stuff that they need is going to be in the formula or the breast milk, whatever you guys are doing. Yeah. Um, but the purees, you know, obviously it's kind of just weaning them, you know, so that you're not just getting formula, you're starting to get your, you know, your main nutrition from stuff that you're eating, you know, normal food, not just, you know, this powdered mixture or breast milk or something like that. Obviously, you know, once they get into, you know, five, four, five, six months, they are gradually going to start eating their own food. And then eventually they're, you know, they're not going to need formula, obviously. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, He's, he's been crushing it. I mean, I feel like he's going to be, we're just going to be chopping up ribeyes for him here sooner or later. Nice. Yeah.
2: So when did you guys start bringing him out in public settings?
0: Good question. Um, it wasn't that, that long. Um, yeah, it was like two weeks. Uh, and, and I almost feel like it was sooner than that. Uh, like obviously, I mean, like obviously coming out of the hospital, I mean, you you're technically just bringing him out into the world there. I mean, it's just a trip right. home and stuff um but uh yeah i mean i think we took them over to her mom's house like a week and a half to 2 weeks after
2: what about like grocery stores or restaurants
0: that was a little longer for sure we didn't do that just because obviously it's it's a lot
1: feels sketchy right it's yeah it's it's,
0: i mean it's it almost feels like unnecessary um Mm -hmm. at first um and then once they're kind of like once once they're kind of like bigger and you know they're more so awake and whatnot it's just like when they're first born like within the first month it's almost like why would you bring them there right because it's just gonna make your trip so much harder it's just so much easier if just lexi goes and i watch the baby or you, know, you watch or she watches the baby and I go so yeah
3: um we when we did take him to the grocery store we took him to sprouts cuz there's like nobody there oh. so not a lot of crowds and then the first restaurant he went to was <laughs> The salted fry in Mount Dora, which is all outdoor seating.
2: Oh, okay, okay.
1: So kind of eased into it.
0: it it's a, yeah, yeah. And you know, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that Denver was born so more so like in the fall to the winter, so it's not going to be so hot. Like the when RSV season though. Uh, yeah. So I mean, obviously that's that's not cool, but it was just you know, uh, Cortland was born in April, late April. So then May, June, hot July. Stick. It was. Right insanely hot so it's just right. like you when we took him out we we're always just worried about him overheating um because right. here and, you know oh
2: yanking on mom's hair <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah buddy's buddy's getting getting towards his bedtime right now <laughs> but oh, yeah right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. no i mean it's it's definitely like a weird experience because once you start taking them out places with you and, and whatnot uh because you know obviously you, you know you usually just go places yourself You know, you go out to dinner by yourself you go to the grocery store you know just the two of you and then when you start bringing the baby with you, all of a sudden you got this responsibility yeah. when you're trying to just run some errands and the stuff. A whole human. Exactly. Makes no, I mean, everything
1: longer, dude. Like oh, I've been late. Yeah. Anything we've scheduled so far, like, you know, like someone coming to meet him or, or, or him, her, uh, or us going to, you know, see someone. It's so hard to be on time now because it's like one poopy diaper. And that, you know, slows us down by 15 minutes right there. Like you have to time shit up differently. I'll
0: you tell know, you what though. God damn it. I mean, I I obviously have Cortland Tuesdays and uh, and Wednesdays. Those are my days off, and I'm, I watch him just me and Cortland. And uh, I usually try and get him out of the house and take him grocery shopping, or running, or to the park and stuff, and just get him out and do stuff and whatnot. Um, obviously, I love my wife, um, but I get way too much attention walking around with a baby. Just like just like me and my baby, like every it's every expensive. single freaking lady in the grocery store every one of them has to, jump, you know, stop by me and be like, oh, my God, your baby's so cute. What's his name? That How is old is so he? so funny. I'm just, like, I get so much attention. It at is. Him,
3: what's I, frustrating to me is he gets so much, like, positive attention. And then I go to the store, and then I have, like, all these older ladies, like, if he's, like, fussing in the car, oh, is your mom not paying attention to you? <laughs> oh, my God. <gosh. laughs> like, they're, like, giving me shit about, like, things and brandon could be doing the same thing and they're like oh my god look at you you're such a wonderful dad oh that's so nice That's so interesting so nice that you would babysit your child listen
0: listen i don't know why people always look because this this is every single time i take this baby at my uh, every time i take my son out in public I got people coming up to me, stopping me, talking to me like, oh my God, your baby's so cute. I'm like, I am not an approachable person. Like I don't, I do, I feel like I do not look like I'm the person who you want to just stop in the fucking grocery store and start talking to me because I really don't want people to do that. Like I'm just trying to get on with my day and, you know, do what I got to do. And uh, most of the time I even have like a head, like headphones on and people still come up to me and they're like, oh my God, your baby's so cute. What's his name? How old is he? I'm just like, Oh, uh, you stupid fucking cunt. Like, uh, I mean, he's he's six months old. He's Cortland. Uh, are you good now? Can I fucking continue on with my day, bitch? Uh, thank you. Thank Something you. Something
3: I will warn you guys for is in the grocery store, specifically more so than other public places, Everyone just wants to touch you. Oh, baby. that makes me sick. And really? without permission. Like restaurants, grocery stores, people will like come and grab his hands. What the fuck are these Grab people? his feet. Really? Like they will, like, people touch him all the time. And I'm like, what world? It oh, yeah, no. seems do we like common this?
2: sense. Wait,
0: okay. like, they just
3: literally walk up yeah. to
2: him and they just like. Like,
3: especially now that he sits in the shopping cart thing and not oh, like gosh. in his
0: yeah. no, carrier.
3: No. He. What? Uh, they'll like come up and they'll be like oh look at his feet and like they'll touch his feet and stuff
2: and i'm like crazy that's good to know like no Yo, what fucking do you bear? I'm just gonna like, I can bodyguard see, like her. bitching them out oh
0: no no no, no nobody touches them when I'm with him like that's that <laughs> no just listen me. no listen like apparently I'm like a super approachable and talkable person but no you're not gonna touch my baby like
1: would you I, I could see you like pushing the stroller back or whatever you have. no I mean if <laughs> somebody <laughs> tried
0: to touch my baby or like you know you know anything like that pull him out of the car I would literally just be like don't touch her, don't touch him. like don't touch my baby that is like so I don't know weird. who you are I don't I know the like that's fuck common you are. sense like I don't know who you it are lady be. and you don't know who I am I could be literally a killer and if you touch my baby i will you know just take you out knife. woman like yeah. so why the fuck are you Thank touching you. my baby <laughs> fucking um our roommate kayla was just saying they went to like a like a farmer's market the other day and some random fucking dude just picks up the, everly just Shut like the fuck just up just like picks, picks her up and it's just like holding her and like oh, whatnot. that's creepy i'm just like and what did you do she's like i was just shocked i didn't know what to do i'm just like i'm like did they did they just put them, put her down after she's like yeah you put him down pretty she she put her down pretty quickly i was like I would have told that motherfucker. I was like, "Dude, like, don't touch my baby. I don't know who the fuck you are, dude. That's might, creepy. Yeah, That's I don't. I don't so know weird. what you got. I don't know who you are. I don't know if you're sick or fucking twisted, demented, dude. I don't know what kind of <laughs> fucking problems you, dude." don't touch my baby, dude. Like, now I'm
1: prepared.
2: Yeah, no, yeah. Now I'm going to be that. like walking
0: in front of the stroller, like a fucking bodyguard. No, I don't know why people think like, if you have a cute baby, oh, it's just an invitation. Uh, just let me, let me touch your baby. No dude, like stay the fuck away. Like, yeah, well, that's I,
2: good to know. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: Dude. So, you know, give it a couple of weeks before you take, uh, you know, a little Denver to the store. Is um,
2: we're not calling her Liliana anymore?
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you Whoa, guys shout really- Shout out to Lexi. She guessed
1: the name last second. Oh, right? Last <laughs> time yeah. in the yeah.
0: hospital and she guessed oh, it. Oh my God, dude. It, and you know, it pisses me off too because it was the most obvious name and you guys had me mind fucked. I was guessing- Well, oh, that's
3: why I never guessed it before. I'm like, oh, it wouldn't be that. That, one, <laughs> that one's too easy. I,
0: yeah. thought, I thought you guys had like the most unique name that nobody's ever <laughs> no. fucking heard in the world. I was like... Like, I was like, it's Glover because your dog's name is Clover. <laughs> Boom. That was Boom. Crazy. Exactly. I that got it. That was
3: his last guess. It yep. was Glover. <laughs> Glover. And then last minute, I was like, I don't know. I feel like it's like Denver or something. <laughs>
2: <Yes. laughs> Isn't that crazy? We were mind blown when she said that. that did so you guys funny. get that on video? Yes. Yes. Well,
1: well no sound.
2: Screen,
1: record- <laughs> screen recording. <laughs> we should do a voiceover.
2: He's <laughs> like, Bear recording- can do
1: Lexi's voice. <laughs> well,
2: did you know that screen recording doesn't
1: take the us. audio yeah why?
2: why i thought it
1: did ours don't maybe we're doing something wrong on
2: i don't know I mean, at least it doesn't maybe yeah, just we, like, on listen Face time. we tried to like yeah.
1: replay it and, it, and it's work. just silent <laughs> but uh yeah so shout out to lexi for the buzzer beater guess of denver's name um my aunt ashley got it right leonis and rachel got no it right damn. The no idea it? how
2: no literally no clue. well okay, I rachel know.
0: guessed I like eight names
1: how. so like i what? feel like she gets a little mm-hmm. bit
0: of credit you don't know how what Sierra's from Colorado. What, okay. what do you call it? Colorado. All right. Well, that's not the reason. Colorado. Colorado. All right, so, Colorado. <laughs> so, Bear, we're going we're gonna, to... Sierra and I are just going to
1: record probably like a 15-minute podcast, maybe even shorter, of of how the name came about. But that is not how. That's not... That has nothing to do with it. Surprise.
0: Oh, is, oh, yeah. It has nothing to do with Colorado and the city of Denver? Nope. No. Not one thing. Okay. Uh, well, all right. Well, I'm going to call bullshit just you know, <laughs> right, right here. I guess right you'll now. have
1: to stay tuned for the next yeah, episode.
0: But, um... Uh, so, you know, we're going to start a security uh, business, me and Zach. Uh, we will <laughs> escort you through the grocery store and anybody tries to touch <laughs> your baby. We will personally put them in a full Nelson and power fuck them. Uh, thanks for listening. Oh. Oh, shit. We're dead.